0: Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you not seven times, but seventy-seven times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owned him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants, who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, Pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he had paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servant saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant. I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant, as I have pity on you? Then, in anger, his master handed him over to the torturers, until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly Father do to you, unless each of you forgives your brother from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Mercy must apply across our entire lives, and mercy is ultimately rooted in charity. While I was in seminary, I spent a summer in inner-city Chicago, and during my time in that situation, that summer there were a number of difficulties. I had to work at a day camp for many of the inner-city kids, and just to be quite frank, they did not treat me all that well. And I can remember lamenting to my spiritual director for that summer about how I just couldn't pray. I couldn't concentrate, and I was just so affected by the simpleness that I saw around me, whether it was while I was trying to pray and the gunshots going off, in the community around me, the neighborhood around me, as I was in the chapel, and whether it was just being treated poorly by the kids. And he asked me the strange questions. I thought was not connected at all. He said, is there anybody else from your diocese that, uh, you know, that is away from the diocese for the summer? Uh, well, yeah, I was like, yeah, there's a number of guys like that. He's like, is there any one of them who you don't really like? And I was like, and immediately one of my brother's seminarians came to mind. Yeah. I want you to write a letter and tell him that you're going to be praying for him all summer and ask him to also pray for you and tell him what's going on and ask him what's going on in his life. I like, that's weird, I don't know what that has to do with anything with this. So I did as he commanded me. And odd enough, I wrote that letter and all of a sudden I began to be able to be more charitable with the kids. And then also this seminarian, who now I call friend, wrote me back a very kind letter and we began corresponding throughout the summer via writing. But what that showed me was the importance of whenever I hold a grudge against my brother, it doesn't simply affect him. Obviously, it affects me too, but it also affects all my other relationships. In today's gospel, it's interesting that we've been focusing so much on Peter, that the Gospel maps focuses so much on Peter, this core part. because we start off with Peter, again, asking a question, Lord, Lord, if my brother sinned against me, how often must I forgive? As many as seven times? And the Lord tells him, no, seven times, seventy times. That is, as often as you need to. Because again and again, I think we can so often allow ourselves to go back to a moment of pain. Allow ourselves to go to back to a moment of hurt, where we were wronged. And we might feel our jaw clenched. We might feel our chest tighten we might then begin to dream up fantasies of how we can get revenge, even though we thought we'd forgiven this person, whether it happened yesterday 10 years ago. But nonetheless, we continue, and whenever that hurt comes up, whenever it's a similar situation, we see that person that wronged us. We may feel this wrong rise up within our hearts, and we have to forgive again, and then again, and then Again. The Lord's message here is that forgiveness is a process. That ultimately for us, for each and every one of us, unless we receive a level of perfection, such as our Blessed Mother, St. Maria of Gretti, and many other great saints of forgiveness, is that we will have to forgive again and again as the moment is brought up. And hopefully across time it gets easier and easier and easier to let go. And it is in these moments that ultimately we learn to forgive as our Heavenly Father forgives. This is then where another important element of learning to forgive comes in. As I mentioned with my brother seminarian who I struggle to forgive, so too it is with us that whenever we go into the confessional, whenever we go into that, those confessionals over there or anywhere else, the Lord forgives us. It is not the priest, but instead it is Jesus himself who forgives our sins. And it is an absolutely powerful and transformative experience. It is something that can't be described. I can remember going to the veteran for the first time after well, quite a long time in high school, for a few years I think I was away, and just the weight that I felt dropped from me as I finally owned up to a few things that I've always been scared to bring up. And it is in these kind of experiences that then we experience what forgiveness does for us and receiving it. We then, too, need to realize that it places something upon us. Because offense against God is greater than anything we could ever do to someone else. And so if God has forgiven Every single one of our sins, every way that we've offended Him. How much more should we forgive our brothers and our sisters, our spouse, our children, our parents, friends, enemies? This is what the Lord calls us to. This is what we're bound to. Because we pray this each and every time we pray to our Father. We start off mass by praying, by asking the Lord, have mercy, Christ, have mercy, here he is, he says. And then in the Our Father, we pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And then at Sunday Mass, we move into also the sign of peace. Before we receive our Lord in Holy Communion, a sign peace is not just an opportunity to shake hands or be friendly. Its original intention is ultimately a reminder that we are to be reconciled to our brothers and sisters in the Lord. We're to be reconciled to the spouse next to us that can sometimes be our cross and perhaps our greatest cross. The children that perhaps sometimes get on our nerves. Our parents, whom we can perhaps call out the different mistakes they made in raising us. And so on and so forth that moment of the mass is meant to be a transition and an exposition of this gospel passage we start off by asking the lord to forgive sins, and then we move into forgiving our brothers and sisters the deeper meaning of that is beautiful it's transformative and it's ultimately necessary for us to truly grow in the life of faith If we do not learn to forgive our brother, our sister, from our heart, we cannot progress in the spiritual life. It is an absolutely necessary element. It's a necessary element for us to enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because without forgiveness, we cannot truly comprehend the significance of that friendship. But the fact that Each of us in some way had a part in each and every station we see in this church. The crucifixion that you see at the center. And yet he wants to be friends with you. Yet he wants to take you and me into his embrace. Yet he wants to forgive each and every one of us. Despite the one person, with the exception of Blessed Virgin, who has never done anything wrong, experienced the greatest wrong. And still he forgives us. Still he wants to be in friendship with us. Still he wants to help us. This is the beauty of our faith in the Lord, our faith in Christ. We are not simply forgiven, but instead we are invited into friendship and relationship with him. We are invited to participate in God's mercy, to bestow mercy as we have received mercy, to forgive as He forgave, and to ultimately love as He loved. This is our call in Christ. It is the gift that we have been given. That as we exclaim, "Kyrie the Lord have mercy," we too then have mercy on those around us, so that we might enter the more perfect relationship with them. And ultimately, our Lord Jesus Christ, who desires to enter relationship and friendship with each and every one of you.